0: Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry today. I'm your host, Denise Rondini. In this episode, we'll talk about total cost of ownership as it applies to air disc brakes. Joining me is Keith McComsey, Director of Marketing and Customer Solutions at Bendix Spicer Foundation Break. Thanks for joining me, Keith. One of the reasons fleets tell me they don't spec air disc brakes is the increased upfront cost. Is that something you often hear from fleets as well?
1: I do. We hear that feedback quite often in fleet conversations. And the good thing is is that air disc brakes have come a long way in their initial upfront cost compared to years ago, especially as more truck OEMs have positioned air disc brakes as part of their standard spec.
0: But we know smart fleets are looking beyond initial purchase price and are focusing on total cost of ownership. Walk us through the factors you recommend fleets consider when performing a total cost of ownership analysis on air disc brakes versus drum brakes.
1: Sure. So when considering air disc brakes versus drum brakes, there's really a number of areas that the fleets should be looking at. Some of these can result in in true tangible costs uh, with real numbers, and then some of those are costs or factors that can be somewhat intangible. So when the fleets are comparing drum to air disc brake, they're looking at two initial costs. Either it could be they're getting it in the form of a credit for choosing drum brakes or an increased option price associated with adding air disc brakes. So it's those costs, really, that the fleets are going to be looking at to overcome in their analysis. So the most important factor really to consider to me is safety. Since air disc brakes provide shorter, safer, more stable stops, they really reduce the risk of having a rear end collision. So if I could stop 20, 30, maybe 40 feet shorter than what I normally do with drum brakes, could I potentially have had one, two or even three near misses a year instead of an accident? Or could I have reduced the impact of the accident by taking an accident from an injury and a property damage accident to only property damage? Other contributing factors for maintenance costs, and those are tied to air disc brakes extending the service interval compared to a a drum brake. So the fleet really has the opportunity to eliminate a friction change over its life. Also, if the friction is required to be replaced on the air disc brake side, it can be done in a much shorter time. On air disc brakes, it would take nearly 15 minutes to change versus an hour for drum brakes, therefore requiring less labor, time, and or cost to do it. Now, air disc brakes also have an impact on reducing the risk of several brake-related CSA violations. The high runners for those really tend to be you know, brakes out of adjustment or cracked friction associated with thrust jacking really seem to be two key areas that air disc brakes can help mitigate. And lastly, some of those intangible costs that I mentioned earlier can be associated with fleets really wanting to try to maximize their safety. So an improved CSA score or ranking and how that translates to getting more business or customers because I'm a safer fleet or how I attract new drivers or retain my current drivers because my fleet is is much safer by having air disc brakes. And lastly, there's maintenance costs that are associated with components that are really truly dedicated to drum brakes like a slack adjuster or an s-cam or an s-cam bushing etc where those things can add to the maintenance costs with some randomness.
0: Over the life of the vehicle what savings can fleets expect when switching from drum brakes to air disc brakes? Where does the savings come from?
1: So, really diving into some of those details, the savings comes from those three or four major items I spoke about earlier. So, if you look at those a little bit more in detail, if I can reduce the number of accidents I have, I first should understand how much an accident costs. So, just to pull on a couple uh, data points that come from national averages from commercial motor vehicle facts and large truck crash facts, on average, 25% of all large truck accidents are a result of a rear-end collision. And that collision comes with a cost of roughly $63,000, which is really only tied to property damage. So when you add in an injury or worse yet, a fatality, that would only escalate the costs from there. So just reducing the risk alone should be worth it. So now, if the fleet can turn an average of three accidents a year into three near misses, that could save the fleet up to $190,000 a year on average or more. So now if you look at that over five years, that number really becomes pretty significant. So if I move on to maintenance, if I can reduce the, the number of friction changes per vehicle by even just one, by using air disc brakes, that alone is pretty significant. So that's six drum brake kits, six drums, and six hours worth of labor that the fleet could avoid altogether. That could total nearly $2,000 per vehicle in savings. And if I'm avoiding CSA violations related to my brakes, I'm really avoiding the real possibility of it resulting in my vehicle being placed out of service. Because air disc brakes have an internal adjustment mechanism, they virtually eliminate the need of an out of adjustment brake violation. And if I'm really being diligent in inspecting my drum brakes to keep them in adjustment, I'm spending a lot of maintenance labor to inspect those brakes and to verify when it is really something that can be eliminated with air disc brakes. So if I look at just 10 minutes per wheel end, four times a year means that you could be spending hundreds of dollars per year per vehicle. Also, air disc brake pads friction that is adhered to a backing plate. So instead of it being riveted to a drum shoe, it virtually eliminates the opportunity for rust jacking since contaminants can't get beneath the friction and create that rust jacking scenario.
0: Combining all that, can you put a dollar figure on what a fleet can expect to save when it switches to air disc brakes?
1: keeping in mind that a lot of those numbers I just mentioned could be on an annual basis. So how long I keep my vehicles for, how big my fleet is, really play a large part in what those numbers end up being. So if you were to just consider that, potentially eliminating a couple accidents per year could be roughly $126,000 just in property damage per year. So now stretch that over. If I keep my vehicles for five years, that could be almost $600,000 and avoided costs if I were to eliminate a friction change that I would normally have on a drum brake vehicle that would be roughly $2,000 per vehicle and if I had a hundred vehicles in my fleet that I was changing over to air disc brakes that's $200,000 I would save in not having to do friction changes if I spent just 10 minutes per wheel end inspecting my drum brakes for being out of adjustment just four times a year so that's those are pretty small numbers. That would result in somewhere in the neighborhood of $400 per year per vehicle. And then when you stretch that out over 5 years, if I'm keeping the vehicle that long, that's $2,000 per vehicle. And if I replace 10 vehicles for rust jack shoes, which would be 10% of my fleet if I had 100 vehicles, that's nearly $2,000 per vehicle that it's impacted, which also includes unplanned downtime. And spread this across the 100 vehicles in my fleet, this would be roughly a $200 per vehicle cost to the fleet that I can avoid with air disc brakes. So really, when you add it all up, it could be a few thousand dollars per vehicle saved, which could really potentially overcome that initial upfront cost of air disc brakes. But again, every fleet is truly different, and so their comparison is really unique by fleet.
0: To help fleets, I understand that Bendix has developed an air disc brake value calculator that can be found at valuebybendix.com. Can you tell me about the calculator and how it works?
1: Great question. Like I just said, every fleet or every owner-operator truly has a unique operation. They have different size fleets, they have different labor rates, their vehicle mileage is unique, and they get different mileage out of their friction. So talking about total cost of ownership savings for air disc brakes really can be pretty complicated. This is why we created the Bendix Value Calculator at valuebybendix.com. So fleets can input their own unique values, size of their fleet, labor rates, downtime, costs, mileage, drum brake replacement frequency, accident and CSA violation rates, etc. All that can be compiled into a system that will help capture and calculate those costs associated with drum brakes and give them a a real true comparison to air disc brakes, not only its performance, but its potential savings. This may not capture every nook and cranny of information, but really it's meant to capture the main cost drivers and help guide the user to the very end, which is a summary page that gives them a good idea behind whether it's a savings or can't even be a penalty that they can't overcome. Go to valuebybendix.com and see the savings for yourself.
0: I've been talking to Keith McComsey, Director of Marketing and Customer Solutions at Bendix Spicer Foundation Break. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix Solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership when you visit knowledge doc.com. That's knowledge doc.com. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for joining us for Truck Talk with Bendix. I'm not afraid of